and welcome back to the channel. Uh, I am Krifu Bernal, and we are here with the third episode of the second chapter of Tales from the Pact Worlds, The Book of Bertheda, a Starfinder actual play featuring the planet Bertheda, uh, and it's several moons, uh, dozens of moons, I've uh, been doing some research, many of them small and barren, just kind of like tiny rocks. Uh, that, that, that orbit the planet. Um, anyway, the region in the packed world is known as the Cradle. Uh, I'm Krifu Bernal. My pronouns are he, him. And I would love to introduce you to our wonderful cast, um, starting to my right with Mark. Hello, everybody. My name is Mark. Uh, my pronouns are he, him. You can find me on various Man of Pop productions. Uh, you can, the most... Uh, the next most, uh, the next one that you will see will be on Tuesday night in Japan time, where we have the thrilling finale to our limited edition, uh, limited run of Vampire the Masquerade called Blood on the Bayou, um, and then we'll have our series finale of Tales from the Pack Worlds on Sunday, June eighteenth. Sorry, Saturday, June, July seventeenth at seven p.m. Uh, sorry, eight p.m. Central Standard Time. I'm all over the place tonight. Um, I'm also going to be playing Brunas Jadon, the Vesk Envoy Mercenary, whose pronouns are also he, him, as we venture into the unknown. Uh, and then moving on up to Parker. Hi there, my name is Parker Wallace. My pronouns are they, them. Uh, you can find Dexter and I on the Starfound podcast um, at Starfound Pod on Patreon, Anchor FM, and on all social media. And today, I will be playing Ushogu, a Han Solarian cultist who just wants to return to his home planet of Brethida after maybe starring in a doomsday cult. It's a long story. Uh, heading over to uh, wonderful friend Dexter. Hello, Internet. My name is Dexter Warren. My pronouns are he, they, as well as Mimosa Vega, the Barathu star shaman mystic that I'll be playing. He, they. Uh, you know, apparently I've piloted the ship now. Still magical and still confused. <laughs> <laughs> and welcoming back new crew member of the Amber Vessel, Derry. Hey everyone, uh, I'm Derry. My pronouns are Daydan. Uh, I am going to be playing Arasha Kakalata, a or Rasha for short, um, a uh, uh, oh my gosh, uh, the name's escaping me already. Uh, me Maricoy? Maricoy. Maricoy. Thank you. I was getting Mikote from Final Fantasy stuck in my head. A Maricoy <laughs> uh, witch warper um, who uses uh, Ton pronouns. So Ton Ton self. Ton went to the store and bought Ton self some stuff. Um, and, uh, I am the host of Dice Roll, a Pathfinder 2nd Edition podcast currently playing Extinction Curse. We found a, uh, a sea monster cave and we're exploring it. Uh, go check that out sometime. Uh, wonderful. Yes, so we are back here with the, um, end of the second chapter of the Book of Bertheda. Our crew has returned from Murata, where they, um, uh, salvaged the uh, vintage a uh, Aether ship, um, the Amber Vessel, uh, and have now become official agents of confluence in their mission to discover 
what exactly the captain and crew of the Amber Vessel had discovered during the gap um, from the planet Liavara. Uh, they are accompanied by Ramsha and the Talvet, Talavet Priestess. What was their name again? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I should have taken notes. Juanitas. Juanitas. After the Akalo priest, Priestix, who is accompanying them back to the ship to discuss what to do exactly, they ask some questions and. Uh, Uanitas has suggested that they, the crew visits Chamari, a, uh, one of the many, many moons of Bertheta, and the temple of Ibra, the inscrutable. Um, but as we open, we can see a uh, fairly innocuous looking marketplace in one of the many spheres uh, in the Arcology Trilidium. Uh, there are uh, a few dozen different carts and shops uh, filled with Barathus who are uh, selling their wares. Uh, Mimosa, what kind of snacks do Barathu sell on like the street, street food, if you will? Um, so I'm thinking kind of like a, a combination of crepe and like a, what is it, a corn dog? You know, uh, so a I guess maybe, corn dog? I don't know, like, but like basically a crepe on a stick. Crepes on a stick. Okay. Very sweet or savory? Yes. <laughs> so it's filled with some sort of meat from the bugs and creatures that fly through Bertheta, mm -hmm. as well as some sort of sweet substance mined from, I don't know, the clouds? Yeah, yeah, ooh, some tasty clouds, you know, you, you harvest some clouds, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wandering uh, amongst this street market, uh, we see Ushogu. Ushogu, what do you look like? Ushogu is a Han. So, a uh, ten-foot-tall, um, four-limbed, insectoid creature um, with purple chitinous uh, exoskeleton, um, beady eyes, four beady eyes, and really sharp yellow teeth, and in addition to mandibles, um, what Ushogo is wearing is seemingly the hide of a... Uh, a, a giant serpentine creature uh, with gold and black scales, uh, sort of wearing it like armor, um, and also a cloak to cover uh, his head and his back. And he walks very slumped over, um, really hiding his true height um, as he's skulking the streets of um, Bertheda. Trilidium. Or of Trilidium, yeah, thank you. Yes. Um. Ushogu, uh, I think you're skulking around. Uh, the This market seems to be primarily populated by Barathu. Um, I've been doing some 
the Pact Worlds, uh, Starfinder Pact Worlds book gives stats for Trilidium, which is about basically the capital of Bertheta. Um, and so 60% of the population are Barathu. Uh, and then next after that, we the highest uh, uh, percentages are like 6% Lashunta and Androids. Um, presumably because they work as uh, employees of the many biotech corporations that have taken up place here in Bertheta. So mm. maybe like every third person you see is not a Parathu, rather a Lashinta or uh, an android or a human. Um, but you are, at first glance, the only Han. Um, and then you see someone buying a crepe on a stick from your past. <gasps> Who do we see? Uh, we see what uh, Ushogu would call Brother Skexelvar, um, uh, a fellow member of the Devourer's Maw, uh, assigned as a silent cannibal, um, a spy, if you will, an occasional, perhaps, uh, serial killer. Allegedly. Uh, what are they? Uh, what race are they? I would think they're also a Han as well. Um, coming from the same uh, cult. Um, I think a different uh, coloration uh, of their of their exoskeleton. Um, Hans are usually like either pink, reddish, or like purple. I think it's like a nice uh, a fuchsia like like reddish, you know? Uh, but instead of the kind of like crude savage armor that we saw uh, your other uh, ex-friends air quotes around that um, uh, two episodes ago when we battled them in one of the tunnels connecting the spheres, uh, Skexelvar seems to be wearing uh, the uniform for uh, a corporation um, uh, what were we we had that Castrovellian corporation last time Blood Plus oh. yeah that's the one was that oh. <laughs> that's the one oh uh, okay so maybe you see like uh, like in, on their corporate uniform which maybe it looks a little I would imagine it looks it's strange seeing a Han in a, a corporate uniform considering the tradition and culture but uh, most Hans who leave their um their, their, their webbed homes uh, must adapt to modern society. Uh, and Skexelvar, out of all of your old ma mates, um, was the most adaptable. Um, mm. What do you do? Um, I guess like an animal um, sort of stalk closer, like sniffing the air to see um, if he recognizes the scent of his old friend and as he does he gets even closer and closer and kind of stands up to his full height a little bit more you know presenting himself you know a little bit more formally um yeah you, you want to take it away from there or skexelvar is a little bit shorter than you i think um much and more well like slender um very less imposing and 
uh, despite being a large creature, slightly innocuous looking, um, all, you know, to his benefit, I suppose. Um, and uh, he uh, is about to, uh, like, swipe his cred stick to pay for this this crepe stick uh, when he, <laughs> like, turns and... and <sighs> Ushogu is... That's you. Huh. Interesting. Would you like one as well? He holds up the crepe stick. <laughs> it's been so long, brother. It, yes, I I will partake in the delectable fee. <laughs> Two more crepe sticks, if I remember. My brother has quite the appetite. Uh, and so, yeah, he, he, and he hands you two of these delicious-looking, sweet and savory crepe sticks. And a nosh on them. It's <laughs> sort of like I imagine chewing on the wooden stick as well. Uh, and uh, without even touching his, he's kind of like watching you enjoy it. <sighs> Would you like some coffee? There's a, an excellent uh, cart right around the corner here. I would be most pleased, Skexelvar. Skexelvar, there we go. <laughs> I imagine you don't have much money of your own, seeing as the uh, a dreadful position you found yourself in last we saw each other. Actually, you might be surprised to find myself, as they say, rolling. And, you know, it shows the little cred stick. Just that, like, I've been saving up since my... Well, uh, you know. Uh, yes, uh, and he, uh, he proceeds to buy uh, two large cups of coffee for your large-sized claws. Um, <laughs> and uh, there's like little a little cafe area here. These these uh, metal uh, metal. Uh, I put that in air quotes again because Barathu materials are always kind of it's bioorganic, sort of like uh, aluminum. Um, and uh, like issue, uh, ushers you towards a, a table and chairs made for large sized creatures. Uh, do you have time? Can we sit, chat? I'm on my lunch break, only have about 30 minutes left. <laughs> I don't see why not. Uh, so, what have you been up to? I'd love to hear. Oh, I've been doing some court-mandated community service. You know how it is. Oh, how the mighty have fallen, Ushoku. I know, Volunteering I know. for confluence? Well, it was the only way I was going to be able to return back home. Uh, since my exile, things have been lonely. Lonely? You have no wish to... Return to the family? I have thought long and hard about it. It is difficult to forget what we have learned. We have been shown the light in the darkness, and I can't separate myself from it entirely, but perhaps the devourer has a different calling for me. Uh, is your black hole currently uh, surround, like orbiting your head, or is it hidden? I think it's uh, orbiting. Um, so you can see Skeksolvar, uh, like uh, his eyes. Uh, what, how many eyes do they have? 
four uh, four eyes just kind of watching the uh, uh, unsolar moat um, revolving. Yes, and you were so blessed. You still seem to be, despite appearances. Uh, despite appearances? Well, uh, for you to have left the arms of the family, uh, and, like, you can tell he's trying to keep it hush-hushed. He's, you know, maintaining cover here. Um, I would imagine that father would have disowned you. It wouldn't be your first time being disowned, would it? <laughs> Ask Exilvar, you tease. <laughs> you always manage to poke holes in my armor. Oh. Quite a feat yeah. for someone blessed with such armor as you. Thank you, brother. Uh, you see... I have not spoken to Father since my exile. Is he angry with me? We all are, but <laughs> I understand your situation. There weren't many choices left to you. Still, if I were to put in a good word for you, you'd, have, you'd be able to return. Albeit at a lower level than before. I would be welcome into the Devourer's Ma again, I see. Mm. Kind of nods, it, and then in one fell swoop, like, devours uh, his, uh, his mm -hmm. heretofore untouched crepe stick. Devours? Mm hmm. <laughs> it's probably the first time that in this, in the whole, this whole encounter that he's appeared not graceful or smooth. Mm. Um, Shogu points at the emblem on uh, Skexelvar's uh, corporate uniform, and he says, so is this a new job, or is this an old job? <laughs> a new job. I'm uh, currently seeking promotions. <laughs> I'm not sure you would, you, would, you would know how it is, but Corporate warfare, headhunting. It's become mm. quite a hobby of mine, and, well, pitting two uh, entities against one another to fight over me and my abilities. <sighs> Just uh, feels so good. So, you're still in the family, I see. Hmm. My skills will always prove useful. And how long has it been since your teeth have tasted the flesh of another? How long has it been? I find my kicks where I can get them. If you know the right places to look, even Trillidium has a few secret sanctums. Hmm, I see. A hunting spot. How nostalgic. <laughs> Perhaps the odd Cuthite house. Many there seek to seek pain willingly. 
it's not the same as taking it, but I have learned how to give it freely. Ah, spreading out your portfolio, I see. <laughs> uh, the, um, like, calm watch on his claw, wrist claw uh, beeps, and he says, Oh, excuse me, brother, but it seems my lunch break is running out. Duty calls. Duty calls. Uh, take my number. Um, and he kind of, like, holds out his wrist, and you see, like, a QR code there that you could scan with your calm. Uh, I'd love to. And then you can see him entering in your contact information. Stay in touch. Till we meet again, brother. Uh, and as he stands and turns, you blink, and he's disappeared into the crowd of Barathu and, and, uh, and Android. Mm. Uh, Ushogu ponders as he nibbles on the empty wooden stick just thinking about um, good old times back in Brithida when he would use his teeth for crafting um yes and at that point I think we pop back to the rest of the crew um, heading towards walking through the uh, translucent tunnels and spheres of Trilidium. Um, we can see in the back, uh, kind of following along, not exactly sure where we're going, a uh, Kahlo person, um, an, an uh, aquatic humanoid, Uenitas, uh, wearing like a, a, a long, deep blue robe with the symbol of Talavet, this kind of blue water drops in the shape of an arc with lines in between um, and a large like fish bowl over their uh, fish-like head with you know water kind of uh, floating around it um, we also see walking maybe next to them or in, in front of them a Marikoi person Ramsha what do we see what do you look like uh, so Ramsha is a Marikoi so uh, Tan is about six foot tall I think I said um Tan has kind of like a strange uh, mix between like old and new clothing on. Like they, like Tan has um, a lot of like spacefaring stuff on. Obviously, like uh, Tan has like Kevlar and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. But like over them, uh, Ramsha wears like blue flowy robes and like walks with like a like clearly wooden walking stick. Um, uh, the most unique thing about. Uh, Ramsha's uh, look is in, over where they should have um, compound eyes, uh, the Marikoi. Uh, Ton instead has like a visor with several like uh, yellow spheres, kind of like where multiple eyes would be. Oh, okay. And uh, Ton is currently uh, very happily chatting away uh, with anyone who will listen, which is unfortunately not anyone, but that's not going to stop, Ton. <laughs> um... Floating, uh, maybe above a little bit, we see Mimosa. What does Mimosa look like? Uh, Mimosa is, I'd say, about 5'7", <clears throat> um, large and kind of violet pink, um, jellyfish-like. Um, Barathu, um, so kind of like uh, a blimp with opinions. Um, <laughs> and, uh, just kind of carries his stuff uh, within like a storage chamber rather than like 
you know, carrying around a backpack because he can change the morphology of the body, which is pretty cool. Ooh. So, and a couple tendrils hanging down uh, to like hold a crepe on a stick. And they're wearing armor, right? Like, yeah. I, I've been mm-hmm. wondering, what does it look like when a Barathu wears armor? Um, I like to imagine it as, because I, I think I got clear weave. Um, so I guess it's just kind of saran wrapped around. <laughs> <laughs> I guess because awesome. so, it has to be able to awesome. adjust with, um, you know, adjust with the changes. So we'll you go just, with like, that. Rounded it to put it on. Pretty much, <laughs> yeah. Um, Saren Ray loves his Saran wrap. <laughs> Saran wrap. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, the camera zooms to the person kind of uh, charging forward, and uh, elder, elderly Vesk. I don't know, elderly, elderly. An older vest, up there at age. Um, yes. whose armor is worrying as they move. What uh, does Brunos look like? Uh, Brunos is a vesk, so they are a six and a half foot tall lizard person, a humanoid lizard. Uh, where there would be a beard, there are instead a bunch of thorny spikes protruding out of his chin. And uh, like you said, the uh, the armor is whirring as he moves, kind of helping him move. As as we he is advanced in age, he is not as fast as he used to be, and so the armor helps him stay uh, current and like uh, and just as strong and useful in battle as his younger compatriots. Um, but yeah, he he stands there with a more determined look on his face than he has in the past few weeks. Okay. Um. Uh. Yes, so the crew turns the corner and enters into one of the docking spheres um, where they see before them the Amber Vessel. The Amber Vessel is not a necessarily a large ship, um, but it, it is a sizable one, um, and it stands out amongst all the other ships, starships uh, docked here, um, due to its form and make. Um, it You can quite clearly see the sort of vintage apparati. Um, it looks very much like almost like a naval ship in form um, with o- almost like a prow at the front that's been gleamed gold. Uh, and it is uh, does have this sort of um, amber veneer around it uh, that has been polished and re... Uh, re... What's the word? Refurbished. Refurbished. Thank you so much. Um, refurbished. Uh, it's definitely a strange kind of hull, um, but we can also see that underneath, um, that, like there's the gleam of chrome and steel, where the 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 the, the old. I mean, this is a, a hundreds year old starship, so it needed to be updated and modernized. Um, but of course, the top of the ship, uh, tied with uh, these like steel cables um, and steel rods and, and columns, is the uh, almost like a balloon uh, a blimp um, that allows the ship to kind of carry up using its uh, techno magical engines. Uh, Ramsha, this is your first time seeing the Amber Vessel. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel? I think uh, Ramsha, as soon as like uh, the group turns the corner and like there's the Amber Vessel, uh, Ramsha almost immediately is like skittering up towards it 
and like uh, checking it out like up close and personal like running a hand over like the uh sides and like chirp like chittering to uh to himself like oh my goodness this is quite unlike anything i've ever seen uh and where did you say you found this ship again Um, pointed look to the companions. <laughs> we found it. <laughs> we found it on Marata. Ah, the, hmm. This doesn't look necessarily like one would expect a Maratan ship to look like. But um, so you are thinking perhaps it was crash landed? Yes. Well, that seems to be the story. But every time we. Every time we, we get on the ship, we learn a little more about it. So whatever happened to it is could be lost to time, but will not be lost to us for much longer. Yes, yes, this is truly incredible. Truly incredible. When he toss, uh, they, they're like, I would love to speak with the, the captain. Uh, captain Dozel, was it? Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that is a new thing, Captain Dozil. Um, yeah, is, do we have to... I think Dozil should still be on the ship, right? Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking, I mean, do we need to call ahead or can we just say, hey, you know, we don't need a reservation, we just... Nonsense! New friends are always welcome aboard the Amber Vessel. Okay, I'm let's a go. friend. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you probably, there's probably, uh, you, you can easily walk on board. You, you live here, you know, you have mm-hmm. the key or whatever it is. Maybe it's like a fob key. Nothing, it's mm. nothing high tech, uh, just enough to, to swipe and open up, uh, one of the aft airlocks. Um, the ship itself, uh, it, it has been refurbished um, and from its old glory. And it does seem there's uh, like red runner, red velvet runner carpets kind of lining the halls. Uh, you can see like almost like polished wood and metal and stone in places that causes the ship to look very anach- like anachronistic, something out of space and time. Uh, Ramsha, are you trained in culture? Uh, I believe I am, but let me double check to make sure I don't look like a giant fool. Um, (laughs) give me a moment. Culture, I'm pretty sure. Feel like. Um, yeah. I am trying to find it on my ting. Culture, I am! There you go. So you know, just being by virtue of being trained, that uh, the the, uh, the planet of Verses, where uh, the Versites or Verthani come from, was one of was one, the first planet in the Pact Worlds uh, post Gap to develop spacefaring technology with their these large Aether ships, these limp-like starships, um, using a combination of technology and magic. Um, Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that, like, even now that you know they they use these kind of retro ships, to, you know, as pleasure barges around uh, Verses. Uh, but the idea that something in, in the middle of the gap was would have been sufficient enough to have made it all the way out here to Bertheta um, is a little bit maybe far fetched, uh, mm-hmm. a little hard to comprehend. 
Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Like um, uh, Ramsha is very visibly like not daydreaming, but like taking very hard on how could that could like be a thing. Uh, like Tonsail keeps swishing back and forth and like almost like knocking stuff over as uh, Ton's just really in deep toss trying to figure this one out. Like, um, uh, like Ton will randomly discover the solution just standing outside. <laughs> uh, <laughs> as, as we get to the bridge, you can see this, uh, it opens up. Um, and again, it looks very much almost like a, uh, what we would think of as kind of like a fantasy style naval ship where the captain's quarters like kind of open up with these uh, large framed windows up ahead uh, and uh, luckily modernized technology operating for, you know, the helm and the uh, pilot seat and all of the, the computers and things aboard. Here we have Thozil and Gatwall. Thozil is a, uh, a Versite man, uh, large map, like pure black mouse eyes, um, uh, and he's like busy typing uh, and a big shock of black hair and he's typing on a computer and um, uh, reading a, a full-on paperback novel is Gatwall, uh, a more, uh, I think we I've described them more as a more like bluish Barathu, um, mm -hmm. just kind of like floating nearby. Uh, it looks like, uh, you speak Prathedon, so it looks like they're reading some sort of... Um, uh, Barathu romance novel called like oh, Love on the oh. Wind. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, the thermals of love. Thermals of love. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's amazing. Um, as we enter, I, I shout out. We have guests over. Nobody be naked. Uh, uh, and you can hear Gatwall telepathically respond, laughing. Um, uh, and those are like looks up. Like, huh? What? Oh, uh, guests. Uh, welcome, welcome. Oh, uh, toss, I presume. And he gives an awkward bow uh, towards the, the Kahlo priest. Uh, and they just kind of, Uenitas just kind of nods back. Ah, uh, yes, Captain Thosil. Uh, it is an honor to meet you. And he's like, oh, yeah, Captain. Still getting used to that. <laughs> uh, and excuse me, um, is this your consort? And he, he motions to Ramsha, because you're both wearing, like, bluish robes. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Ramsha uh, is immediately up in uh, his grill, I'm very sorry. Uh, like, shaking hands, like, both hands at the same time. Like, uh, greetings, it is wonderful to meet you. No, I'm not consort, at least not yet. I haven't, I, haven't, I mean, I would be honored, but um, no, I have to reject that for, for now. No, uh, greetings, I am Ramsha. I am just curious explorer, and uh, I believe I have been hired somewhat as a uh, security firm, as it were, against the um, uh, Marakoi uh, Liberation, uh, uh, not Liberation Front, uh, Maratan Isolationist Front. Isolation Front, different thing. Mm -hmm. uh, I was getting my Northern Ireland history mixed up, <laughs> fictional history. Um, no, no, uh, we, uh, as a security firm, as it were, uh, for the uh, Maratan uh, Isolation Front, which is um, unfortunate thing we have to worry about now. Uh, it's wonderful wait, to be here. What? Uh, excuse me, wait, wh wh huh? Wow, oh, this ship is so wonderful. Oh, what's this button do? <laughs> He's like looking over at. Uh, uh, Brunas and Mimosa. Oh, don't touch the airlock. Ah, uh. Uh, Brunas, wh what is this person talking about? I must be honest, I don't know half the time, but they <laughs> certainly 
make themselves. They are certainly an entertaining uh, sort to listen to, don't you think? <laughs> I, I'm sorry, Baratin. I, I, I thought we were done with them. There, as like his hands still being shaken up and down. Uh, you know, oh, well, one would there, think. We, we would. We, we found out that there are plenty of Marantans who don't want us dead, and this happens to be one of them. So we saw no harm in bringing them aboard. In fact, to know one to know an enemy is to befriend them, is it not? Uh, wait, and so Gatwall kind of floats forward the book uh, at, uh, at their side. So you're telling me that this... Uh, I'm sorry, Ramsha, was it? You can hear Telepathy. Ramsha, Ramsha, That Ramsha is a part of the isolationist front? Oh, no, 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 no. I wouldn't say that. But I understand special... their politics. I understand their, their goals. Um, and I don't agree with their methods, but I understand why one would want to stop um, Maratha from crashing ever forward into the expansive space without fully understanding who we are as a people first. Right, right. Gatwall's just kind of like bobbing in a nodding motion. Um, Uenitas says, Yes, uh, unfortunately, uh, your crew here was attacked by pirates hired by the the front. It seems you've made some sort of enemy. I'd love to hear the story of how you uh, rescued the ship from Murata and made such a, a fearsome rival. Uh, and those was like, oh, what? And at that point, the the bridge door opens and Ushoko enters in. Ah, more friends! Ushoko kind of like grabs the other side of the door and like squeezes in and rises to his full height. Friends? Yes! <laughs> New friends. Hello. Greetings, I... it is, oh, you are so big. It is so great to see someone as large as you. Hello. I've been told I am of large stature. And you, friend? Oh, uh, you? oh wait, no, I'm interrupting. Am I really referring to the other person? I have difficulty seeing sometimes. I am blind. That's a whole team. <laughs> uh... Uh, uh, yes, hello, Uenitas uh, here, uh, Priestix of Talavet. Um, uh, please, um, I, I know you you, you uh, have work to do for Confluence, uh, as uh, was told to me, um, but I... Uh, so instead of... You must tell me this, the story. Let's make a date for it. Uh, and uh, she and those will kind of, like, uh, make a plan. But first... Uh, why I came here. Yeah, uh, you came to me asking questions about Leovara, the relationships between uh, our planets and, uh, and whatnot. I, I don't have much to say, but I do have a contact on Chamari who knows much, much more about uh, the dance of the stars. Uh, and I could introduce them to you. You, you, you would need my help uh, because the <laughs> waiting list to land on the moon is quite long. Um, uh, go ahead and roll culture if you're trained in it to see what you know about the moon, Chamari. La 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 la. That's a 30%, it's a 20. 
22, okay. As he says, he's, uh, Brunos will say, well, if no matter how long the waiting list is, this ship is without a drift engine. So just getting there in and of itself might take a, a, a might be a long journey. I see no reason to wait as I roll a natural one for a total of <laughs> Yeah. Oh, no. 13. 13. Um, Ushogu, are you? Training culture? No. Okay, okay, okay. So, uh, <laughs> Ramsha uh, and Mimosa, you both know that Tremari is known for its Temple of Ibra, the Inscrutable. Um, uh, the oldest temple ever to be discovered in the Pact Worlds or beyond. Um, specifically because of the, there are a series of stones that replicate the holy symbol of Ibra the Inscrutable, which is a constellation um, in like a sort of bow and arrow sort of thing. Um, Ramsha, you know that this, because of the, the temple's uh, ancientness, um, uh, it's, it's essentially become the main worship place, like the, the capital worship place of Ibra. Um, and even those who don't worship Ibra are uh, quite, or more fast, interested in history, are quite fascinated. Um, however, because of the worship of Ibra, you know, revolves around stargazing, um, the uh, Ibrians, um, and uh, in, in you know, combination with the stewards of Bretheta, have worked out uh, very specific flight patterns and waiting times because otherwise the starships would surround the moon and completely, uh, with their light pollution, block the the view of the sky. If that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Uenitas, I think, well, so you also know, Mimosa and Ramsha, that, that no drift engine is required to visit any of the moons of Bretheta, um, and would take merely a few hours to, to, to visit anything within this location. Mm-hmm. Well, it could be a nice little cruise. A lovely journey, a great way to uh, take time off from the hard day we've all had. And certainly the uh, is unlikely that the Moratan Isolation Front would follow us into space, probably. Ah, uh, jinxed it. <laughs> I, feel like just, I feel like he just set a flag there. Mm, not that they don't like spaceships. Ah, oh, but how did they get here? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Why does that feel like foreshadowing? <laughs> Just like <laughs> nosefully twitching, like resets. Uh, I mean, it's, it's just ill thinking. It won't happen. Uh, I hope. Well, um, that that all sounds lovely. I, you think your your contact would have information for us? Uh, Thozil says to Umanitas, and uh, they they nod. Yes, I believe they would uh, watching the the stars and measuring the relationships between celestial bodies is uh, more than just a passion of theirs it's their life's work uh, and you can see the water kind of like swishing around as they nod their heads um uh yes so uh uh, they they've like they're like oh so I've sent off a, a message to them uh, on on Chamari and while I wait please if you could tell me the the story of how you got the ship and so Ozil and Gatwall um, uh, you know kind of recount the tale how they 
uh, have been tracking the, pro- the the path of the amber vessel from pl- planet to planet for the last uh, for several, probably a few years at this point. Um, uh, from Verses, of course, and uh, outward. Rimward, I think might be the word. Um, uh, you, finding news of it on Leovara and learning that it uh, came here to Bertheta, to Murata specifically, was their, their, their last clue. And so they came here to Bertheta, got permission from Confluence to have an archaeology trip. Um, Confluence, of course, being a sort of protectorate, uh, or protecting Maratan space, um, and hired this crew to go and investigate it. Uh, they had a Maracoy guide named Jeff, uh, who guided them on Murata through a temple, uh, an ancient temple, uh, and up to the mountainside where they found the uh, crashed ship. Um, but at that point, Jeff revealed themselves to be a member of the Maratan Isolationist Front and had... Played by Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> uh, and had the, their, their allies attack at that point. They were bended off. A few weeks later, the ship was fully repaired and returned to Confluence. Um, oh, but we, of course, the, uh, Gatwall's like pats Thozil's shoulder. You're leaving out the most important part, dear. Um, and uh, Thozil's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the um, recording, the hollow recording that we found on board uh, of a Barathu who had visited Leovara or had traveled there with the Omas. Um, it seems that they, uh, the, the, the dreamers of the Gap uh, was originally a colony sent from Bertheta, and well, they were changed by something on Leavara, a song they referred to it as. And uh, apparently those dreamers had seen visions or something of, uh, well, the coming Gap. Uh, we don't know why or how, um, but yeah, Confluence has asked us to to check it out. Uh, well, we, they, they suggested we start with you, uh, but it seems like, uh, well, no excuse, no offense, but you don't seem to have very much for us. And Umenitas kind of nods. Uh, unfortunately, all tales of the Gap, um, uh, all stories from mid-Gap uh, that were able to be salvaged are... Uh, Recountings of Kasathan fables or morals. Uh, they, they don't really have much to do with the rest of the Pact Worlds, as well. Uh, the Idari, the Kasathan colony ship, had yet to reach the system. So there's a gap in our records. <laughs> That's a good one. Yes, yes. Oh, uh, uh, so it's maybe like good, like 20 minutes have passed, and they get a message back because luckily the moons are close enough to where you could just call people on the moon, one of the moons, um, rather than have to use, use, use drift crystals to like communicate between planets. Um, yes, it seems that they can get you in uh, uh, tomorrow morning. Um, if so, uh, you just if you uh, want to fly there overnight, uh, fly there today, and, and you know, s- s- the, the, here here are the coordinates for your orbit position. Um, and she, uh, they send that over to uh, Thozil, um, who says, "Well, great. Uh, are we ready to go then?" Uh, 
I mean, you have to put on your seatbelts when we're taking off, but sure. After the seatbelts. Oh, yes. Very good. Okay. Uh, but, Priestix uh, Uenitas, uh, thank you for your time and your, your service. I, I hope, uh, well, I hope you are well. Uh, and Uenitas kind of nods again. Yes, uh, I hope your time on Shamari proves fruitful. Uh, and then kind of nod, smile, and they put uh, like a webbed claw on Ramsha's shoulder and like look at the rest of them. Take care of this one. <laughs> we will try. <laughs> All is in good hands. <laughs> uh, and yeah, so at that point, Uenitas kind of nods and takes their leave of the ship. Okay. Uh, so if you could just send me those coordinates, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, already mm-hmm. entered in. Okay. Pressing buttons, pulling some levers, beeping, booping. Does everybody have their seatbelts on? Yes. Cool. Excellent. And do I have to roll to take off? No, you're pretty... Okay, cool. You get like a plus, what, 13, plus 11? I have a plus 10. Plus 10, plus 10. That's that's pretty good. That's really good. I'll that's good. Uh, best one on board. Uh, and uh, actually, I think with the ship, you do get like a plus one to piloting. Yes. Uh, I have to double check. Where is it? Yeah, plus one piloting. It has good maneuverability. Wonderful. Nice. nice. Um, and okay, so the ship takes off. We can see the top part of the sphere of this docking dome. Docking the top part of the dome of this docking sphere, kind of like just parts. No real mechanics there associated with just sheer Barathu ingenuity, mm-hmm. um, giving the, the space here for the Aether ship to lift off and into uh, the se- somewhat calm winds of the northern pole of the gas planet Theta. As we take off, shortly after we leave the planet's atmosphere, I should say, um, there are, how does this look? I think um, several beeps on like the radar console where you're floating slash sitting, Mimosa. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can see two tiny pods moving towards you on your aft. That was not a part of the song I was playing. <laughs> oh, oh. Hmm. Oh, um, can I hail whoever that is? Uh, yeah, you can. Um, Captain Bozo, we have two dots coming at us. Um, attempt to speak to them. Uh, yeah, nay, how you feeling? Captain, me? Talk to them? Bozo's like, yeah. Uh, you can see that he's already starting to sweat. Um, uh, uh, Br- what, if, what if you put Brunos on? Like, that's... He's, like, authoritarian... Authori- he has authority, right? I mean, Serenway has authority over a lot of things, but she's not here right now, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, oh. Brunos, can you take the call? 
I'd be happy to. Um, so Brunos goes and he's like, which, which button is it? I'll patch you in. And three. Yes, this is Brunos of the Amber Vessel. State your name and intent immediately. Uh, you can hear a voice respond. We are many. We are legion. And your song must be devoured. Uh, and it cuts out. Um, and we'll move us over to the hex grid for some starship combat. Yay! Well, I tried. Oh, All hope is lost. Let's destroy them. Oh, what's going on? <laughs> destroy. I was reading this book. Oh my. You might want to put a bookmark in there and put it somewhere safe. It's about to become a bumpy ride. Oh, what's happening? Uh, what's what's going on? Those is like, huh? Betrayal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so just just to be sure, that conversation didn't go well, right? I, I was picking up on that. Right. It could what's have gone better, to say the least. Okay. 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 It's not more of a space Less of a conversation and more of a threat. Mm. Yeah, so basically we're under attack. Um, I'm going to try and pretty much, you know, on the one hand, very cool. On the other hand, very not good. Wait, so... No, 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 let's not jump to assumptions. They wanted to devour us. None of the Marauders wanted to do that thus far. No, that's not a common common practice at all, unless, you know, sometimes in funerals, but not usually. It's very old-fashioned. Should we do something about this? (laughs) Oh, right, yeah. Uh, Battle station. It's, well, that's not my period. Somebody else should probably say battle stations. Uh, 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 Brunos will go to Brunos will go to Thosil and Gatwall and say, it's been a while, may I? (laughs) Uh, Sure. Uh, We're on hand if you need help. Very uh, well, and he kind of like motions him out of the captain's chair, and like gets in it. And, oh, like, I, I, like, doubt he, like, I, I doubt he's ever even been sitting in it, honestly. <laughs> Perfect. Well, like uh, Brunos will just kind of slide in and just like a like, giant fist in the air, just slam onto the console. Battle stations. Uh, all right, here we go. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I've never done this before. <laughs> um, what, what? What? What do we do? <laughs> Um, okay, so where is everyone running? What stations are they are they gonna go go to? You think? I'll go to Gunner for the this round. Mimosa's in the pilot piloting. seat. Uh-huh. Captain and Ramsha, what are you thinking? Uh, Ramsha is panicking and going wherever someone will direct them. Uh, um. Yeah, Bozil and Catwall are available as well. Uh, they've got engineering and computers between the two of them. Bozil's uh, definitely a good computer uh, engineer. Uh, what are the positions? Uh, so, uh, Brunos will uh, shout over to Ramsha and be like, Ramsha, you yes. are handy with m- magic and mysticism, are you not? Yes, I do very well, I think. I believe this ship uh, will react well to your abilities. We might need a capable magic officer. Uh, yes, I can do. <laughs> Those okay. kind of shrugs. Um, so Thozil kind of like uh, does a little salute uh, and he like t- 
takes off uh, uh, towards the, the, the lower uh, spheres of the ship for the engine room. Ozolith? Yeah. I, uh, I'll scream over at Gatwell. Gatwell, how handy are you with computers? <sighs> I'll try my best. <laughs> you will... We will see the end of this day yet. <laughs> to the science officer position. Uh, so dramatic. Uh, and they kind of float over uh, to some computers. <laughs> um, okay, so... I'm, I'm digging this music, by the way. This is so good. <laughs> uh, this is uh, by Revolution Void from the album The Politics of Desire. Um, uh, okay, wow. so we'll start okay. off in the engineering phase. So. What is, uh, Captain Brunos, what is uh, Thosel supposed to be doing? Uh, so Thosel has a couple of options available to them. Uh, they can divert power to one of the starship systems. Um, and I think that's pretty much the only option that uh, is worth doing at this time since none of our other... None of, none of the other systems are wrecked or uh, glitching right now. Okay. Uh, so I'll, go um, ahead so and I'll, make I'll a... scream over to him and say, uh, and I'm actually going to, you know, I'm going to hold off on doing anything for now, but I'll s- just scream out and just recommend, Let, give us more speed. We'll need the advantage. Natural one. <laughs> oh, no. no. Uh, yes, yes, trying. And you can hear like, uh, like... That, that, that tracks though, you know. Yeah, you can hear him like banging yeah. on some metal with a wrench. Uh, Ramsha, the magic officer, also acts in the engineering thing. Uh, so I think um, Ramsha is going to do what comes naturally to Tom, and uh, Tom's going to try to do some precognition. Um, so I will use some of my supernatural senses and a spark of divination magic to see what are these guys going to do real fast. Before, um, so we, uh, before you do that, I'm going to use my action to encourage you. Okay. Yeah. And so I'm going to scream out and, and say, Ramsha, you yes. got this. You can do this. You will do this. And I know it will be great. <laughs> um, I'm going to... Okay, that is a 10 plus 7. That's a 17. Plus, plus uh, whatever. Two plus 2 from encourage. Okay. Um, so that's going to be a 19 total. Uh, we need 16 on this. So yeah, that passes. Okay, so uh, that means I will be giving a, the pilot a plus two uh, circumstance check to piloting at the beginning of the helm phase to determine the pilot. Nice. Okay. Don't forget, we've got a uh, trinode computer. Uh, mark two trinodes. We've got three plus twos to throw around every round. Okay. Um, to split between us. It, okay, yeah, th- that brings us to the helm phase. Uh, Ramesh is pressing against the, like, the viewing board and staring out at them and saying, uh, what's your sides? What's the sides? Okay. Uh, do we start uh, off with initiative rolls? God, it's been a while for me. Uh, looks like, yeah, it's, um, you use your piloting check to uh, determine piloting order. Mm. Yes, 13. And okay. it's reversed. So the, the lowest initiative actually goes first. Okay. I rolled a 13. Uh, 27 and 25 for the other two. Uh, I did. I do give a plus two to that uh, check, but I don't know if that really matters. Uh, yes, you do get a plus two, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, so you go first then. Yeah, we go first. 
Um, so I guess what guns are we trying to hit with? got a turret, which, uh, but we only got a flag throw in the turret, so that's probably not something we uh, want to necessarily, like, super depend on. The starboard mm -hmm. has that magic torpedo unit, which might be nice, um, and that light laser cannon might be pretty good. So either the forward or the starboard weapons. Um, okay, then I guess let's um, bring us, I guess bring it around for the forward cannon. Of the light laser cannon. Uh, uh, so we can move six textures. You should be able to. Yeah, everyone can control that the the ship. So it would have to go forward one, two, like one, two, three, four, five, six. Does that make sense? Like, I'm not sure how we we're supposed to. And then you're turning it. Yeah. Like that. That's, the turning radius. Make sure yeah. that before we, we have to go at least one square before we can turn. So we're going one, yeah, then so. two, then three, then four. Mm -hmm. right. So where should it be? But that looks fine. That looks good. What you did. Yeah, I think so. I think it looks fine. That's that's the turn, and um, I think that's me. Okay, so they are gonna start moving these two ships. <gasps> Wait a minute. Do we get a science scan? Oh, you want a science scan from Gatwall? Yeah, you gotta you oh. gotta call him out. I'm you gotta command. Sorry. sorry. Uh, Gatwall, take... scan their vessel for uh, any weaknesses. Should I take one of the plus twos for this? Uh, yeah, because uh, we don't really we didn't really use anything for them any, anything else. Twenty one. Nice. Um, so we should you, learn quite a bit. The uh, are we within range with the the scans the ships? Oh no. Um, so short range is five squares. Um, if it's medium range, then yes, because that's ten squares. Okay, perfect, perfect. Um, so you see, like above, um, like a little hologram in front of the the, the, the framed windshield um, pops up, and you can see these um, uh, dark painted, what look like kind of old mining, uh, old mining vessels, but they had mining vessels that have been like, they, like you can see like they've added like spikes and painted like claw marks onto it like it's been it's very uh kind of metal goth wannabe if you will um what are we with the computer track what do you want to know i'm sorry i'm just looking up what we can learn um i'd like to know i mean i think so the way that it works is like we get it in the order that's on there so first of all we would learn basic info like the crew complement, the size, the speed, the maneuverability, okay. and then the defenses. So like A, C, T, L, and H, B. And that's that you, you get each one depending on how high the success is. Right, yeah. Is. So like, exactly. So like the first five would be number one, then number two, then number three, and so forth. Uh, and how many do we get? Um. So the DC for this check is equal to five plus one and a half times the tier of the starship is being scanned. So uh, apply, you said you got a 19, correct? Or 21, 21. Yeah. Um, so 21 uh, applied to whatever the uh, one and a half times the starship is of that plus five. What tier is this? Yeah, you're going to get three above it. Okay, so yeah, so that means that we would learn the basic information, ACTL, HP, shield points, um, 
PCU value, and then information about one, one weapon. weapon. Okay, very cool. Um, so, uh, yeah, Gatwall uh, begins speaking. Well, uh, these old mining ships, uh, they're, they're, they're tiny interceptor-class ships, uh, seem to only have uh, one, one creature aboard. Um, uh, like I said, very small ships. Uh, then you get speed... Thigh speed maneuverability, uh, speed yeah. 12, maneuverability perfect. Oh no, okay. Uh, defenses, ACTL 16. Uh, they have 30 hull points each. Um, and then the shields have, they only have 10 shield points. In each, in each of the uh, quadrant? No, or total. Just, like, spread across, for, okay. Wow, okay. Ooh. Okay, and then just one um, one uh, weapon. They um, actually yeah. only have two weapons, so I'm gonna roll uh, 1d2 to see which one it is. A two, okay. okay. Uh, uh, Captain, uh, I mean, Brunos, uh, Gatwall says. Uh, he has like a, a really big grin on his face when he hears Captain, yes! Uh, it seems they've got some sort of strange weapon. And Ushogu, you can kind of like sense Gatwall's mind uh, probing in your direction. Um, it seems to be some sort of spore launcher, torpedo launcher with spores in it. I'm sensing uh, uh, thousands of tiny life forms aboard these tor- in, inside these torpedo shells. Interesting. Where is this? Where is this uh, uh, weapon located? In the forward uh, okay. quadrant. The uh, arc. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah, so that's that, and then, uh, so you moved, and then these ships are gonna be able to begin to move, so they're gonna go five, one, two, three, four, five, six, um, and they're, yeah, they're aiming straight for you. Seven, they can go really fast. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my goodness. Just as a a real quick uh, reminder, we do get whatever ranks of piloting you have, uh, Mimosa, we get to add that to our AC and TL. Okay, uh, 10 ranks. Wait, no, I'm sorry. That's a total of 10. My ranks are... Um, 4. Okay, yeah, so we get... Our AC and TL is both 18, then. 18, okay. okay. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, so that brings us to the gunner phase. Uh, Ushoku, we've still got... Um, uh, a plus two, uh, if you'd like to use it. Shoka. Parker. Sorry? Yes. <laughs> We're in the gunnery phase, and we've still got yeah! uh, two plus twos left in the, the trinode. Oh, for real? Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are ready to do some damage. All right, so I can either do the mining laser or I can do the, the flak gun turret, the flak thrower, mm-hmm. which, honestly, flak thrower might be pretty good at this point. Yeah, cut right through them shields. Cut, cut him, cut him. All right, so let's just roll a 1d20 and then add my attack bonus. Yeah. DAB plus dex. Mm-hmm. Or you can use piloting ranks plus stacks. Um, how many piloting ranks do I have? Oh, it's think, well, it's this. It's the same number, so I'm just gonna use my um, my um, my strength modifier, right? Because that's what we use, right? The 
Not strength modifier. modifier. It's dex plus your base attack bonus. Okay. Okay. So that would mean. Here we go. Bada bing, bada boom, bada bing, bada boom. That would be. Oh, that's fine. All right, cool. So it'd be the same number anyway. So here we go. 1d20 plus 6. Oh, whoops. Don't forget the uh, plus 2 you get from the computer. That's right. Roll. Sorry, one, eight, 20, plus eight. Ah, sorry, roll, <laughs> one, eight, 20, <laughs> plus eight. Ah! How do I do, sorry, it's you been just so long. first. Forward slash. Forward slash, right? Forward slash. Hey! There it is, yay! Uh, but ten, unfortunately, is a miss. Not a hit. Oh, unfortunately. Um, okay, so we're gonna start off. They already use since it's just them. They don't. They they have to um, rely on the computer to to help them like do multiple actions. So instead of taking a like a a, sh a shoot action, they are gonna do the minor snapshot action, which uh, they get a minus two penalty to this gunnery. Um, so they're only rolling plus fours on this, actually. Uh, but you can see both of them, these gyro lasers, come out and try to cut across the front of your shields. Natural 20! What? Uh -oh. Well, here we go. Uh, and oh. an eight on the second no. one. So the, the second one misses. Um, but the first gyro laser does five points of damage to your front shields. Oh, okay, we're good. So it has it. That's not a crit because our shields are still up. Mm-hmm. Ooh. So we're good. Uh, okay, back to the engineering phase, round two. Um, Brunos is gonna scream at Dozel. Um, he's gonna say, "Dozel, we need speed. Uh, use the computer to aid you." Oh, right, right. Yes. Um, twenty-six. There we go. Yeah, so um, I'd, I'd, I'd like him to divert the power to the speed, which means that we get a plus two to our speed this round. Perfect. And Ramsha, any magic officer actions? Okay, yeah. I think uh, Ramsha is going to be like, uh, I'll try to give us some cover! And uh, kind of like uh, focuses really hard. And uh, Ramsha is going to use a Mystic Haze, and hopefully it works. You must uh, have single. at least six ranks in this system. I have seven! Uh, at level four? I should do. You should, you, second. Uh, you should only have- Oh no, I have tree ranks! Right, right, right. Oh, no. I was going to, okay, so I'm not going to do that. Uh, he tries like, oh no, I can't do that at all. <laughs> <laughs> so instead, uh, I think, um, I think the smart thing to do right now is if we're looking for speed is to do the same thing as last time, uh, precognition and try to help with our pilot and check a little bit. Okay. Um, so uh, instead Ramsha is just going to close uh, Ton's eyes and try uh, figure out what's coming next. Uh, and that is going to be, I don't think that does it. That's a seven plus seven, that's a 14. Uh, I think we're looking for 16, I think mm -hmm. it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so hard to see the fates are cloudy. Future is yeah, cloudy. I'm just panicking a little bit. Aww. Um, <laughs> like Tom tried to use uh, Tom's witch war powers and it 
just didn't work at this kind of range. So Tom's like, ah! Oh. I'd also like to take this opportunity, um, seeing how, like, uh, like, seeing how, like, that kind of, like, didn't pan out the way we wanted. Um, he's going to bark at, over at Mimosa and say, open a channel to the one that hit us with the missile. The gyro laser? Yeah, the gyro laser, sorry. Um, and he's going to try the intimidate, or the taunt captain action. Okay. Oh, my God. He's going to say, um... You should leave while you still can, or you will be blown across the heavens. Uh, ooh, that's a natural fucking 20! Nice! So that's a 33 overall. The, the, um, the devourer will uh, eat, uh, eat you up. Uh, it seems a little <laughs> intimidating. Okay, so for the next two rounds, that ship gets a minus two on everything they do. That's right. Oh, shit. Whoa. Wow. That's I'm gonna incredible. Put a skull there. Nice. Okay, cool. Uh, we move into initiative rolls. Okay. Wait, you could put numbers on the, t- on the little markers? Mm-hmm. This is me. That's 24. Uh, 24. I love it. I love it. Uh, okay, for, so the first one, uh, minus two. Natural 20, oh, come 29. On. Come on. And the second oh. one, 27. Yeah, long enough 20 is here, huh? So, we go first again? Yep. Yep. Um, do we have that plus two to speed or no? We yes. don't. Oh, well, I didn't know. From have one. engineering, yes. Yes, we do. Okay. Um, so, we, so we'd be able to move eight hexes? Mm-hmm. Correct. Okay. Um, and we. Did we shoot last turn? Because I'm thinking I could do. Um, the flip, uh, flip and burn. Um, oh. So we can go past them uh, and then immediately turn around so we can shoot at them. Mm. That's good. I think it's good. just a, a stunt, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah! Go for it! Okay. Um, and? Ooh, that's a natural one. No! Mm. No. Um, <laughs> <so> <laughs> Even with a yeah, plus. That, so it just moves at half speed, but doesn't rotate. Yeah, unfortunately. Even with a plus two. Uh, okay, so yeah, you move first. Three, Luckily, they're four, they're only gliding plus. this turn. They're focusing their actions on. So they're having the computer move the ship for them. But mm-hmm. I'm also going to real quick like bark over at Gatwall and say, target their weapon systems. Uh, Disable them. Uh, yes, I, I, um, should I take a plus two? Uh, yes, because I don't think anyone else has so far. Uh, those will use uh, one. Okay, well, we get three, right? Yep. Okay, 24. Yeah, so go ahead and we... Nice, perfect. Nice. So if we get a crit on this roll, which means, like, if we do just enough damage or it's a nat 20, then their uh, weapon systems start glitching. Okay. Oh. Uh, so they're only moving at half speed. The distance between turns increases by two. So normally they wouldn't have to use, move any distance to turn, uh, but because we're gliding, they now have to move two turns. Oh, that might be a mistake on my part, but oh well. Uh, so one, two, turn. Uh, let's see, it was like facing here. Turn, uh, one, two, turn. That's... 
Six. Oh my god, that's all I can do. Shit. <laughs> Alright, let's see, let's see. Let's say it was facing this way. I need to focus on the hexes. One, two, turn. One, two, turn. That's all I got, but that's enough. The gyro laser, and it's got torpedoes too, which both have... Uh, no, it's torpedo doesn't have a broad arc, but I think that might... You barely hit in the front. its front arc here. I think it barely counts. Like right, yeah, that's a front arc if I've ever seen one. No. <laughs> and just to confirm, our our forward was what was hit last time, right? Right. Yeah. Okay, so we're back to the gunnery phase. I am ready uh, to use that uh, magic torpedo unit. Nice. So roll the same things as before. Uh, can I add a plus two to this roll? Yes, you can. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Here we go. It's going to be great. Check this out. Yeah! That hits. So I'm going to hit nice. this guy. I'm hitting this guy right here. All right. So that's... Because that was in the starboard. Perfect. Yeah. So that's uh, 2d4 plus 2 damage. Mm, does it? Nice. What's the range on that? It's within uh, 20 range. Hex 20 okay. hexes. Yeah, it definitely. Oh, perfect. I was hoping. Thank you, Dexter. Because the torpedoes have speed? Yeah, okay. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Yeah, that just so, basically means if they didn't make it on this turn, they would make it the next one. Yeah. 2d4 plus... Two. And I don't add anything more to that, right? That's just Correct. the raw mm -hmm. damage. All right, cool, cool. Check this out. It's going to be the greatest thing you have ever seen before in your life. I'm going to blow your minds. Five damage. Take a look at that. Whoa. Well, uh, it gets rid of their shields. It does. And it cut. Uh, if it does over the shield's amount, does it also hit the ship? Uh, it, yeah, it, it takes it takes the remaining uh, away from the hull points. And if it goes over the critical threshold, that's a critical hit. Oh, damn. Uh, it is not a critical hit, um, but it does knock out its forward shields uh, and do two points of damage. Ooh, that's on the non-nerfed one. That's so cool. Okay. Yeah, on the non-nerfed one. Oh, it's so hard having to like think about, oh, where are their shields? <laughs> I know, it's so yes. specific and complicated. Love Starship combat. Uh, so the nerfed one is going to shoot the gyro laser once more, because you're also in the forward arc there. Uh, it's got a much shorter range. Seven, though, that uh, it's a, a very clear miss. Um, however, the other one uh, that was just hit is shooting one of its spore torpedoes. No. Or a twenty-three. No. Not the Sporpedo. Sporpedo. Not the Sporpedo. For nine points of damage to the aft shields. Oh, no! That. Does that breach? No. No, but it, it, we're close. Okay. We're close. Okay, that brings us back to engineering. Okay, I think we're getting the swing of things here. We are, we are, we are. We got this. Yeah, now we know how to do... Um, so I'm going to scream over at Dozel and be like, Dozel, do what you can to restore our shields. Plus two? Uh, yes, please. Uh, 31. Oh, perfect. All right. So what's 5% of our, what's our PCU? Um, oh, 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 oh. Pulse green. Oh, oh, 
Uh, Pulse Starfinder. Uh, PCU, I have it written down here in my notes. Uh, 150. Okay, so 10% of that is 15, half of that is 7, so we get 7 shield points back, and uh, we can divvy that up how we see fit. So I'm going to do three, uh, I'm going to do all seven in the aft, um, just to bring that back up to speed. Our forward shield is doing pretty good. Okay. Cool. Uh, Ramshad. Okay. Um, so question, does, um, would our uh, weapons benefit from having a longer range? I don't really know if like they have a damage fall off or something like that, or is it just to hit things that are further away if you increase their range? Uh, we get a minus two for every range incre- increment that it's it's out of, um, mm-hmm. and I think like our flak thrower has like the shortest range. I mean, it's not for nothing, you know. It could definitely, it'll definitely help. Anything helps uh, at this point. Okay, yeah, I think um, Ramsha is uh, going to try to use an eldritch shot on the flak thrower. Uh, which is to say, uh, use some magic to uh, briefly uh, zip it between worlds until it's a better flag thrower. Um, and I'm going to try mysticism check, and if that works, it's going to have an increased range of five hexes. Oh, nice. Uh, that is a nine plus seven, that's a 16. Nice, that just succeeds. Perfect. Nice. <laughs> there you go, Ramsha. You, now you're in your groove. <laughs> it's a much bigger gun suddenly. And I was like, I think I did it. Watch, 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 watch. All right, we get to the piloting rolls. Hey-o. That's a natural 20. Hey! Hey! 31 hey. Uh, swear to God. Oh, wait, swear we want to roll low, though. No, we want to roll high. We want to roll high so, so that we go second. 16 okay. and 28. Yeah, for the nerf Perfect. one. They go last. They go first. All right, so this one's going to go first. Uh, We're, I think we're gliding again. So it's going to go one, two, three. One, two, three, four, five, six. And then this other one's going to go one, two, I think three. Uh, no, 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 no. One, two, three, four, five. It just, uh, you know, these devourer types are, they have no fear. So this nerfed one, uh, like, flies up right in front of the ship. It looks kind of small, but, like, you can see it's like a car, basically, pulled up right uh, yeah. to the, the, the port <laughs> side of the, 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 the windshield, and you can see um, this, like, darkened figure through the uh, uh, the, the, the small, the, like, the glass cockpit, um, which has been tinted, like, dark, uh, just kind of, like, hulking over these controls. Um... Okay, um, I'm gonna take the evade maneuver. Oh, I love it. Um, oh. that's a 23. Nice. Love it. Oh. So we are able to, um, plus two. Evade, uh, well, plus two circumstance bonus to AC and TL until the start of the next round. Okay, um, sweet. We just have a regular movement. So we should go out of their way. Oh. Um, one, two, um, 
Can I turn like that? Yes. Um, yeah, you should be able to. Uh, one, two, three, four. Like that? Is that okay? Uh, I think we have to move one more in order to One more. Way. Okay. Sorry. Um, so. There we go. Okay, cool. Uh, and I think that's all the movement we have. I'm going to shout over at uh, Gatwall and say, uh, go to the nerfed one and say, target its weapon systems. Make them inoperable. Uh, okay. <laughs> Taking uh, the trinode once more. Uh, and yes, uh, that definitely, you can see, uh, Shogo, you can see your, uh, weapon systems, like, focus in on this, uh, this, the, the, this fighter's, uh, weapon systems. <laughs> Hell yeah. And now I'm going to then take my action, and I'm going to, uh, scream over at, um, at Ushogu. Yeah. And I'm going to make a demand. Um, and I, so I'm going to roll an intimidate check. So I say, Ushogu, show them who the superior devourer is. Blast yes. them from the sky. And yes. Oh, no. Um, that is a 9 plus 10. That's a 19. Oh. Um, it's 15 plus one and a half times your starship tier. So I don't think that gets it. Mm-mm. One and a half times, yeah, it'd be 21. Ah, boo. Oh. Okay, so. That's okay. Wah, wah. Womp womp. Or is it a nice plus four? Weep wait womp. a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Can I use a plus two on the computer to, to, to push that over? Sure. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. So now that gives us one more plus two. So with my plus four bonus and that plus two bonus, you get a plus six to your attack. Right. But that's all the plus twos because those and Gatwall both used them. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. All right. But still a plus four. Yeah. My bad. Nice. Still a plus four. Nice. Cool, cool, cool. So I'm going to do some mining laser uh, action on this nerfed uh, guy right here. Eight hexes. In front of us. You're a little far out, but I think you can target with the torpedo. Oh, this one, this one right here. No, I'm thinking of what I'm targeting. <laughs> oh, 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 gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, it's, you're still in the front arc. Am I? Uh, in, in, in its front arc, right? This one, however, would if it if it's you're in the starboard arc, uh, port arc, a port arc. Yeah, I want to do the port arc. Go for it. Go for it. Cool. Sorry, I'm thinking Here about I where go. I'm shooting because it all happens at once. Twenty. That hits. Yay! All right, time to roll. So let's roll two d six. Anything to add there on the d six? Give me the amber vessel sheet. Give it to me. Okay, cool. And here we go. Bada bing, bada boom. Nine damage. Whoa. Uh, So that absolutely cuts through its uh, port shield. Um, It's burrowing. It does. It does seven points of damage and it crits. Ooh. And because we targeted it, it automatically crits on its weapons grid. So minus two to all weapons. Oh, wow. In addition to being taunted, so that's a minus four on that one's weapons, baby. Oh, man. Jesus. We'll call it, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Minus four on its weapons? Yeah, for the, uh, minus four for this 
turn, and then next turn it'll just be minus two until they fix it. I mean, but they happened at the, the shots happened at the same time, so that penalty wouldn't apply on this, this shot. Oh, yeah, good point, good point, good point. You're right. uh, okay, so this this shot down here is uh, he's launching another uh, spore torpedo from the uh, unnerfed one. Torpedo, even. Uh, Sporpedo, 18. Oh. Oh, that hits. Evasion. No, we got an evasion for plus two. Oh, that's right, because of the plus two. Yeah, yeah so it's actually 20. Doesn't hit. <laughs> so we see the uh, Mimosa takes these uh, evasion, evading actions, and we see like the torpedo like kind of, does it explode or does it just turn around? I don't know. Uh, ooh. <laughs> I, I saw it like. No, it explodes. The... I don't yeah, think they, explodes. I think they gotta be special. Whatever, I don't even wanna deal with that. Uh, and you can see like these black spores just kind of like spread out in space and like quickly dissolve in the vacuum. Yeah, as we're turning, I'm just like making sure I don't spill my coffee. <laughs> um, Where did the, you get that coffee? <laughs> the other one Time. is shooting a, uh, uh, the gyro laser, which has a broad arc, uh, so that's going to be, an, 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 I think, an additional minus two on this. Mm. Seven. <laughs> okay, cool, 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 cool. So that's it for its taunt, and that brings us back to engineering. We engineers. Um, yeah, so let's, uh, I'm going to yell over at Dozel again and say, bring us back to full power in our shields. Plus two? Plus, uh... No, let's hold off on the plus two. Let's let's all use them for us. 29. Perfect. You didn't need it. Wow. So that's another seven points of shields. That will bring us to full shields. We're back at full health. Shut up. Nice. Love it. Okay. Uh, and Ramsha, engineering. All right. I think Ramsha is going to... Uh, to uh, keeping us uh, moving quick uh, and moving evasive because I think we need it. Uh, Ramsh is going to do some scrying again. That is an 11 plus 7. That is an 18. Nice. Uh, uh, go for it. I was going to ask, how does this look? Okay. Uh, I think Ramsh kind of like uh, is peering out uh, through like the windows again. Uh, and just kind of like, basically at this point, Ramsha is not in a single place. Throughout this entire fight, Ramsha is just running from station to station, <laughs> uh, <laughs> kind of panicked. And uh, right now they've gone from one side of the ship to the other to look out at them and is uh, peering out and uh, kind of like scanning through it, uh, trying to see like what's coming next. Uh, and they get like a brief flash of the direction they're coming from and backs this out and says, all right, uh, watch out, they're going to come directly for us. Or, you know, whatever they mm -hmm. actually end up doing. Um, nice, nice. Okay, and so we're rolling initiative. And I'll be a plus two on our thing. I'm gonna use my own plus one for my computers on these initiative checks. I uh, rolled a 15. Uh, oh, I might not need them then. I might be wasting, yeah, I'm totally wasting it. No, take those plus twos. <laughs> Uh, okay, yeah, so you're first. Okay, then I'm gonna do evasion. Evasion. Oh, that's a 14. Don't know if that's enough. for evasion. I don't, pretty sure it's not. No. Because evasion is DC 10 plus one and a half starship tier. Um, can you use one of the plus two? Yeah. Oh yeah, because no one's used them yet. There you go. Yeah. 
Uh, okay, so then I'll use a plus two, and that'll give us a 16. Which will do that. Nice. Perfect. Um, so that gives us a plus two to our AC, and we have our regular six nice. of movement. So, one uh, turn like that. Yeah. Yeah. Two, <laughs> three. Mm. It's so hard. Or if you turn. if we if we point to them at the starboard side, um, we'll have twenty hexes to work with of range. Uh, okay. But it's okay if not. I don't think I can. Um, turn anymore it's fine okay uh i'm gliding Uh, again real quick i'm going to shout at uh at gatwall to target this one's um i'm going to target have them target the uh engines so they're dead in the water uh trinodes uh yes no 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 trinode no trinode no trinode 16 Okay, I think that does it, right? That does it. All right. And then, um, so they, again, if it's another crit, then their engines are glitching. And then I'm going to use my action to try to taunt them again. Okay. Open a channel, Mimosa. No, please. You can hear already as the channel opens from the other person. <laughs> Our ship is back to full strength. Your shields are down. Surrender while you still have the option. I can't. Uh... <laughs> that is a 27. Oh, my God. So now this is, a, and then it's 1d4 rounds. Uh, so for one round. So one round, they're uh, minus two to everything. All right. Okay. Uh-huh. The song's too strong. And the channel cuts <laughs> off again. Um, okay, they're going to move. Uh, this one doesn't need to do much turning at all. Just one, two, three, four... Uh, yeah, sw- uh, strides right up there, uh, straight up to your port side. Um, and this one's gonna go one, two, three, four, five, six. So it's kind of, uh, out of the way now. Um, but I think, uh, it's driver laser probably isn't gonna, it'll, ha- it'll even take even a stronger penalty because it's out of the sh- short range. Yep. Well, shit. Hard to track uh, starship combat on a map on a stream because you have to like, whereas like in regular combat in Starfinder you can zoom in over time and starship combat it kind of zooms out over time. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. yeah. Harder to read. Um, so fun though, I'm having a blast. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. We're uh, back to the gunnery phase. Yay! We haven't used up all the the tri notes, have we? This time. No, you're this good. Time. Use cool. one. I'm gonna use the mining laser on the closest uh, enemy we have here. Nice. And 20 it, 20 nice. <laughs> uh, for, for the it's front arc yeah which has no shield you've already decimated <gasps> it there oh I can't wait oh uh, no it's gonna be bad 20 no sorry not d20 excuse me uh, 2d6 there we go yes. d20 points 3 damage uh, okay not a crit and burrowing burrowing oh shit uh, burrowing cuts through shields, right? Or am I? Uh, 
Brewing, a weapon has a brewing is always short range and can fire. Uh, apply half of its damage to the shields and the other half rounded down to the target's uh, hit hull points. Okay. Oh, okay. that's brutal. Oh, that's so brutal. Yeah, it, it cuts through shields. Uh, rough, unfortunately, rough, rough. It, 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 the whole thing goes through because it doesn't have any shields in that spot anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, it is going to uh, respond. It's just laying on with its... Um, uh, however many spore torpedoes it has, just hoping it'll cut through. The sporpedo! The sporpedo! Uh, there we go. 17. Now? Nope. We're good. We're good. Um, and this other one here, uh, the... It can, if it shoots a a torpedo, it just... It doesn't need to be within its. It needs to be within its arc so that it can track uh, it, it needs, properly. Well, that's that's uh, GM interpretation because they have their own speed. Right, but that's if it why it has enough speed. I think that's probably why you put torpedoes more likely in a turret so you can just exactly. shoot them. Shoot so them I'm gonna go with the gyro. Yeah, um, even though it's out of the range, it's going to do uh, minus two, minus four. Minus another two. <laughs> Minus, oh, God. Four on a natural five. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. So, yeah, it's, it's, you can see the gyro laser, like, shoots, but, like, halfway in between, there's, like, gaps in the laser that cuts across the sky as its weapon systems are uh, malfunctioning. Okay. Uh... It, you've definitely got the upper hand, but these ships don't seem to be faltering, despite one of them um, being deathly afraid for its life. Uh, back to engineering. Uh, let's have them uh, divert power to the engines. 13. And, uh, yeah, plus two is not going to help with that, so. You just hear banging on a wrench on metal from the engine room. That was all. <laughs> spent enough time on the ship, you should know how to work it. And Ramsha. Uh, yeah, I think Ramsha is still staring at that same window. Uh, looks like scrying is, or um, precognition is probably the best thing to do. So precog, or one second, how far away are these guys? They're uh, pretty far away. I'm gonna, I'm gonna um, try Eldritch Shot again. Um, increase our uh, flak shore once again. Um, so that'll boost the range by five again. Okay. If it works. Uh, that is an eight plus seven. That is a... Fifteen. Yeah, that's numbered. I I, I did that myself. Don't worry about it. I think we're looking for sixteens. Um, we are. Uh, there um, are three trinode plus twos available. Yeah. I'll use one, I think. Is that... Is that- Good idea, guys. Yeah, absolutely. So how Go does okay. mm-hmm. how does that look as you're using calling on the computer to help you with this check? Um, I think um, Ramsha is uh, like making like a prediction, um, and it's going to be slightly off kilter. Uh, but then, like, kind of like they catch something on um, the computer that kind of jolt like clearly. Like, um, what's the word? Contradicts the prediction they're about to make. So Tom takes a second to say, uh, ah, wait, no, that's fake. <laughs> um, nice. so from the jaws, the jaws of making a bad call, um, gives the right one. Uh, so Shogu, your flak thrower has been given increased range. Ooh, uh, how much range? Plus five. 
Oh, that's great. Thank you so much. Double that range. Uh, helm phase. Um, I'm going to take my uh, opportunity to try to demand uh, from Mimosa. I'm saying, Mimosa, I tire of the of these vessels. Get the upper hand this time around. Uh, ooh, that is a 25. So you get a plus four to your piloting. This, uh, this Thank thing. you. Nice. Uh, I'm going to not take the, tri- the, the computer bonus, which I didn't need. 23 and 22. 22. Uh, so you on. go before the nerfed one. Uh, okay. So th- this one over here is, uh, I think, going to focus on piloting this time. Um, take some evasive maneuvers. Uh, and they will take a plus one here because they're not feeling too good. 19, so they'll get a, a bonus to their AC on this. Um, and then... Uh, get their full speed, which is 12, uh, and that means they can turn without moving, too. So I think what it's going to do is go here. One, two, five, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Uh, and now it's the Ember Vessel's turn. Mm, okay, did not like that. Um, okay. Oh, gosh. All right, um, I'm gonna evade. 21, that nice. makes it. Oof. Uh, I don't like that. Yes. So we have six to move. So that's one. Um, two, three, four, five, six. I think I'll also shout over at uh, Gatwall to try to target the engines of the one that hasn't been taunted. This one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, go ahead and use a plus two. Since I was going to say, two try notes left. Uh, yeah. 15, that I think will do it because they are not uh, as high of a tier as you are. Nice. Okay, so if it's a crit, their engines are glitching. Okay, great. Uh, that one does have shields in the back and it's aft, but. Uh, and it is go- about to, it's, it is taking its turn. Um. It is going to glide so it can focus on piloting. So it'll go one, two, three, four, five, uh, six, which I think barely gets a torpedo into your uh, port side. Just barely. It's running out of torpedoes, though, is the problem. Uh, okay, gunnery. Gunnery. Um, is this the? I'm trying to see. Is this the? We're facing them with our port side, yeah. Let's see how far can the flak gun? Okay, that's within range of the flak gun. Oh snap! Then we got a plus. We got a plus five to that. Yeah. 
So yeah, so we're so that's good. That's range. Ah, oh, this um, nerfed one is shooting a torpedo. Got a zero. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh amazing. man! Don't oh. forget your plus two, Ushogu. Ushogu, I won't forget the plus two. All right, here we go. I'm gonna use the flat gun on. Uh, oh, excuse me. On this one right here. Uh, let's see. Actually, let's. Shall we bully this one? The other one, the lower. I think so. The one that's let's, been like shields are decimated and whatnot. Let's bully yeah. him. Yeah, if we destroy um, one of them, the other one might run. Yeah, its port yeah. side is is has no shields. <laughs> then let's do it. Ah! Oh. No. And unfortunato. Uh, the non-bullied one uh, only gets a thirteen with its torpedo running out of mm, those. No. Um, and I think. Uh, at this point, because we are coming to towards the end of the stream, uh, I know it's not the most of uh, satisfying endings, but laser shots uh, uh, strike out from the planet below as um, some Brathaden stewards' starships uh, emerge out of the purple and blue uh, gas clouds, followed by a more metallic devilish looking Hell Knight's ship. Oh! Brunos, oh, a... Yes! <laughs> uh, the, uh, she is. Uh, a call opens up to you. Um, do you choose to accept it? Yeah, of course. On screen! Uh, so instead we see a uh, woman appearing on screen. Um, gosh, what was her name? Uh, in a Hell Knight's um. outfit. Uh, you can see the map changing a little bit as I go back to Marley Eardron, a human woman, um, appears in full Hell Knight's regalia. She says, <laughs> well, 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 Jadon, wasn't it? You can't really seem to handle the heat, can you? Well, uh, we would have gotten the upper hand eventually. Two against one. I love those odds. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh... Uh, I, I don't mind uh, shooting down some cultist ships uh, in, in coming to your defense. Um, and you can hear the uh, stewards come through on a different channel, uh, like broadcast to all the ships in the area. Um, uh, uned un unidentified cultist, uh, unidentified starships, please back down or prepare for. Hey, wh what's that Hell Knight doing? The lasers. Uh, <laughs> oh no! The lasers start hitting the devourer ships as they uh, careen off back down into the planet um, and away. Uh, uh, starship combat's super hard to balance. Like mm, they were tier mm. half, one half. Mm. Um, and I probably should have gone lower and just have two of them, but uh, it can be uh, really it's tough. It's a whole other monster. Yeah, it's it's super hard. Um, mm -hmm. Just with the all the rolls, like you mm -hmm. definitely were winning. You know, they they hadn't yeah. really they hadn't done any damage. You got your shields right. back up. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, our first starship combat, I. I hope you guys uh, enjoyed it. I, I personally fun. really liked this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, a lot of fun. Just when you're the, the first time I got to pilot, that's pretty cool. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, the uh, 
Stewards ships uh, escort you to the moon of Mari. Um, and we can see um, the moon itself. You can see underneath the moon on the, the side of the, the planet Bertheta are uh, like almost a, a small fleet of starships um, waiting for their turn to land on the moon and approach. Uh, the, the the temple, um, and you are directed to your orbiting coordinates of Chamari, um, where uh, and given a time slot uh, tomorrow morning, early, quite early tomorrow morning, uh, to land and enter and meet your contact. Yeah. Um, I hope you all uh, watching enjoyed today's session as well. We'll be back in two weeks. Um, where uh, Brunos will be stepping away for a minute, uh, but we will have for the next, the third chapter of the Book of Bertheta, a guest with us, um, my friend Pooja, a tabletop role-playing game uh, RPG streamer with Manapot's Flights of Fandoms, and as well on uh, various other channels seen across the Twitchosphere. Uh, so I hope you will join us in two weeks for the first episode of chapter three. Um, uh, let's go ahead and give our crew uh, some shout outs real quick before the end, starting uh, in the same order as we did before with Mark. Thank you all so much for watching this fine day. My name is Mark. You can find me all, all over the internet at Mark Likes Music. That's Mark with a C. Um, join us on Manapod Studios again this Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Japan time as we have the <laughs> grand finale to Blood on the Bayou, our limited run of Vampire the Masquerade. And then once again on uh, Saturday, July, tw uh, July 17th, where we will be wrapping up our series finale of Tales from the Pack Worlds, our longest running Starfinder stream. Looking forward to that one. Hi there, this was uh, Parker Wallace. If you want to check Dexter and I out on Starfound, uh, check out at StarfoundPod on social media. Uh, you can also check me out at Weird Pupper on TikTok. Uh, yeah, and that's me. Hello, Internet. My name is still Dexter Warren. Thank you so much for joining us this morning, afternoon, evening time zone stuff. Um, you can also find me on TikTok at Afrotimu. Uh, and as always, I am Derry. Uh, I'm the host of Dice Roll. Uh, we are playing Extinction Curse, which is a circus campaign with uh, dinosaur cults, pug folk, and now sea monster cults. Um, you can find that at DiceRoll.com or on Spotify or wherever you find podcasts. Uh, I'm also running a uh, Twitch channel now, uh, Cran underscore TV, that's C-R-A-N-N underscore TV. It is a uh, VTubing channel, which is playing through uh, indie solo RPGs, uh, and we're currently doing a playthrough of Wonder Home over there, a Ghibli-esque um, animal-type uh, show where uh, you go on a grand journey across the lands to find your location or your destination and yourself. Uh, so you can find that at Cran, C-R-A-N-N underscore TV here on Twitch. Uh, and we'll be playing on Thursday, so come check it out. Uh, and I have been the GM here for the Book of Bertheta. Uh, my name is Krifu Bernal. You can find me on Twitch there as well as other uh, social medias. 
I'll be back here on Manapot over the next two days, Mondays. I'm always here at 7 p.m. GMT playing Starfinder's uh, The Fly Free or Die Adventure Path called All That Glitters Explodes. We're taking a brief hiatus uh, um, as we're seeking a new fourth member. Um, wow, so we're doing some one-shots where our crew is watching uh, hollow films in the drift. Um, and we're playing through those hollow films and we're calling it Space Flicks and Kill. That is so good. Uh, Then I'll be back on Tuesday at 12 p.m. GMT with The Blood on the Bayou, the finale of our short V5 Vampire the Masquerade 5th Edition flight. Uh, And yeah, you can always see all my stuff on socials. Oh, uh, we'll be back in two weeks. That is July July 11th for another episode of The Book of Rathada. See you then. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.